Oh, why, hello there, and welcome back to another episode of What's With You, Scooby-Doo. Adam O'Connor joins me on the podcast to get festive, to get seasonal, string up some lights, deck the halls. Private Eye, Declan Hall, Christmas Detective. (laughs) That has to exist, right? I can't be the first person to come up with that. And to talk about an episode of Scooby-Doo. Interestingly enough, we seem to have exhausted most of the Christmas episodes of Scooby-Doo. We're getting towards the end. There's not a lot left. Uh, So making it seasonal is difficult. But we do have a lot of fun chatting about various Christmas carols and the like. As well as, uh, as always, some logic problems in Scooby-Doo. It's interesting because when you look at something ridiculous, taking apart the logic of it is a foregone conclusion. So by doing it, it's almost simultaneously redundant and like so excessive that it's funny. Am I explaining that correctly? I have no idea. But that's neither here nor there. Uh, I do have some shows coming up. If you are listening to this on the day it comes out, Nightcap is tonight, December 12th, uh, 7.30. Doors at 7.30 at Empire in downtown Portland, Maine. Uh, as well as, I believe I have some other dates coming up. I'm not going to remember them. Uh, you can check nickrobes.com. I'll hopefully remember to post them there if you want to see me live. In addition, if you want to get in touch with the podcast, you can find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash what's with you, Scooby-Doo. Email the podcast at what's with you, Scooby-Doo at gmail.com and find us on Twitter and Instagram at WWY Scooby-Doo. As well as the dorky songs that I write are found at www.ysd.bandcamp.com. That is everything that I need to talk about before the podcast. So, the only thing to say is thank you, as always, for listening. And once again, to the podcast, let's do this. Chafe, chafe down there. <laughs> it's never been the same since. Mm. <laughs> I would like to see a where are they now for the two girls from Two Girls One Cup. What's with you, Scooby Doo, today <laughs> on the podcast in the Scoobio? I have Adam. Oh, he's coming down the mountain and he's got himself a goat. Oh, Connor. <laughs> that's that's me. Yeah. <laughs> Coming, coming down the mountain, got myself a goat. <laughs> gonna sell that goat for some gold pieces. What are you gonna do with them gold pieces? I'm gonna buy myself some beans. Ooh, yeah. what are you gonna do with those beans? Just gonna make a nice chili. Oh, <laughs> yeah. what's you gonna do with that chili? I'm gonna eat. I'm gonna eat it. Gross. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, happy Hanukkah. Thank you. 
Thank you. Happy Hanukkah to you I found as out, well. I found out yesterday was, well, today is the first day of Hanukkah. Right, yeah, yeah. Yesterday, um, Hanukkah began, but it began at nighttime. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> my wife, Lacey. My I'm, wife. I'm, my, I'm, I'm, <laughs> and I were watching... Uh, <laughs> Hanukkah movies? The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, which oh, is yeah, a yeah. fantastic show. Um, Amazon Prime. And... Um, Emmy Award winning. There's an episode where we said so we, we this is the second time through because the new season is dropping this week. So we wanted to. Oh, damn. I did not know that. Dropping on Wednesday. So we wanted to catch up. And uh, there's an episode where a character gives another character a mezuzah. And um, we look at each other and we go, what the fuck is a mezuzah? They can show that on Amazon, huh? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and uh, we both realized that the first time we watched it. Hold on, it, really quickly. Yeah. Let, let me just let me just say you were watching something. Yeah. So physically like eyes were able to see and it, somebody said, "Here's a mezuzah." Yeah. But they didn't show it. No, they showed it. Oh, and you saw no, it I, and still had no idea. Still, no, Great. Dude. Uh, I'm and, into it. And uh, we then we both realized that we had gone through the same exact thing the first time we had watched it. <laughs> and looked it up. And you, we looked it, it up. It auto-corrected. And, yeah. and then uh, we, we decided to not look it up this time. We're like, if we didn't know it then and we we didn't retain it, we're not going to know it now. So it's just a thing. So uh, Hey, Siri, what's a mezuzah? All right. Here's what I got. Oh, it doesn't even send me to the web. It just shows me. A mezuzah comprises a piece of parchment called a cloth. Clave? Cloth? I'm going to go cloth. Sure. Contained in a decorative case and inscribed with a specific, oh wait, with specific Hebrew verses from the Torah. Okay. So it's, I mean, you know, it's like passive aggressive Jew stuff. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you uh, got me a mezuzah. Thank you so yeah. much. And like open yeah. it up and it's like, uh, thou shall not cheat on your husband. God damn it, uh, Carol. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Hanukkah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so typically we start off a little history lesson, a little getting to know you've previously been on. So we'll just ask you the uh, ever popular and uh, never pay offable question. How's your Scooby life been since you've been on? My Scooby life, uh, it's been pretty good. Been, been oh, we got NPR on it. Pretty good. It's been, uh, uh, it's been pretty good. Thank you so much. Pretty good. Yeah. No. Uh, life's life's been real good. Uh, professionally, uh, spiritually, ecumenically. Yeah. Grammatically. Uh, grammatically. <laughs> Scientifically, it's all it's all been all been going well. So, uh, yeah. Meteorologically. How how have you been? Uh, Does anybody ask you, Nick, how your Scooby life has been? I think once before. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, well, my, my life life is a mess, but my Scooby life is, I mean, you know. Oh, they're different. Yeah, yeah, Okay. It's like where like where are you uh, with our Lord and Savior Scooby-Doo at this mm-hmm. point in your journey? Oh, okay. Um, you know? But then... I mean, you can answer it however you want. Oh, okay. Yeah. I've never really been strict about anything on this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> uh, just life in general, including my Scooby life, has been going very well. Everything. Yeah. yeah. Everything's been going Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you did die for 10 seconds, but that's a whole nother thing. That happens to me once, twice a year, so it's fine. It's fine. I, uh, 25 pounds overweight, it's just bound to happen. Is, it, is that the old, uh, that was an old SNL sketch? Da bears. Da that bears, thing yeah, where he's like, a, just had a heart attack. Makes a baker's dozen there, Bob. <laughs> yeah. Just died for 10 seconds. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I've been uh, pretty good. I, um, lat this past year? I don't remember what it was. Uh, in between December of last year and 
when I first went to the doctors for the first time in like 12 years, um, for a physical, like I went in and I like had lost, I want to say it was something like 25 pounds. Mm-hmm. This is going to sound annoying cause wasn't even trying, just did a couple <laughs> casual lifestyle changes and <laughs> the weight just melted off. Asshole. Uh, but the thing was like, like it was like 25 pounds and so to a certain extent i was like oh 25 pounds is like a a thing like a unit in my head Mm -hmm. and i show up to the doctor and like everything's going great cleans out my ears touches my balls blah 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 and like then he's like looking over this stuff he's like oh you're I don't remember what I was at the time for weight but he looks at the weight and he's like so you're about like five pounds overweight and I was like five pounds (laughs) what are you like seriously I can take a dump and I'll like lay off five pounds like five pounds is nothing dude why are we sweating five pounds pounds, yeah and then I uh, I didn't say that to him but I said that to the um, uh, attendant who came in to clean my ears after that. I was like, so just a quick question. She's like, absolutely. What's up? And I was like, the weight thing. And she's like, oh. I was like, <laughs> he said I needed to lose five pounds. Yeah. Like, is that a serious amount? Ding! Eyes open up. And she's like, well, it doesn't take into account many serious factors, including family history as well as body type. So, you know, <laughs> the whole boss, ma- bo- you know, body mass index. The I'm not entirely BMI, sure that yeah. I uh, buy it completely. And I'm like, you're in the medical field. Yeah, uh, it's it's a ridiculous system. Uh, I had a. Uh, I, I, I used to be a, a bigger fellow than I am currently. Used I, to be bigger into the boss man, boss yeah. index. Yeah, it's uh, the third time I've said it. By the way, uh, so I I, I lost uh, forty five pounds. Congratulations! Um, and I went to the doctor right before we moved here about a year and a half ago, and um, she's like, uh, "You're down two pounds from the last time we were here." And I was like, "Yeah." She's like, "Only two pounds." <laughs> she. <laughs> you need to be working harder on that. I was like, yeah, um, yeah, you're right. Well, you know, uh, you should probably work on that. I was like, but I still lost two pounds from the last time. I didn't gain any weight. I did pee before I walked in here. And uh, so I I switched doctors after that because she was an asshole. (laughs) Which seems like such a funny thing to me that, like, you get to choose that person and some people are going to be better. It's like the dentist thing. Like, you know, you, you go to a certain dentist and it's like, like screaming torment and you hear those people who are like, it doesn't have to be like that. Like I changed dentists and like, it's been much better. That's a hundred percent true. Well, here's the thing. You can also just be shitty at taking care of your teeth and it's going to hurt no matter what. So you could just be rolling the dice. Uh, I had a dentist who, there you go. Oh, wow. That's fancy. <laughs> We're trying to open beer here. Um, <laughs> Favorite uh, off mic thing ever. I had a dentist who, first off, I hadn't gone to the dentist in a long time. Like, okay. longer than I care to admit on a public. I think I'm at 12 years now. Okay, it was it was 13 years. Is that when I Lucky like, number 13. Um, so I, Did you go because something happened? Uh, yeah, I started dating Lacey. <laughs> <laughs> I got a uh, wife, am uh, I right, uh, guys? She's like, you need to uh, fucking go to the dentist. <laughs> 
<laughs> like, okay. So I went and I went to the uh, only dentist that my insurance would take was in a uh, strip mall. Perfect. Next to the community college. And it smelled like kitty litter in there. And it was mostly students from the community right. college. And there was no cat. There was no cat in there. So I don't know why <laughs> I smell like kitty litter. And uh, uh, he's like, you have uh, six cavities. You know, like 13 years, six cavities. Not too bad. Not too yeah, bad. that's a cavity every other year. Yeah, not too bad. Um, so he goes and fills them in, and uh, 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 he fills in five, and then like one of them like didn't take well. <laughs> I like the idea that you had like there's a gas meter that shows your insurance next to it. It's like ding ding, and he makes it through five, and then it's like, <laughs> oh, sorry, your insurance is out. Uh, and then like so one didn't take, and I had like a really sensitive tooth, and uh, hurt like a bitch. And I was like, this, I don't know, there's something about this guy I don't like. And so finally I switched insurances again when like open enrollment came around. And I went mm. to another dentist and she's like, you, you don't have a sixth cavity. <laughs> I was like, what do, you, what do you mean? It's like he said on the, the left-hand side, he's like, no, no, you're, you're fine. So I don't know if I actually had six cavities or if he was just drilling into my face for- Kicks. The, yeah, for, yeah, for kicks and for the insurance money. <laughs> So. Because to file for insurance, he has to say that something's wrong. He's like, hey, I drilled out the cavity. It's gone. Yeah. You can't prove that it wasn't there. <laughs> you can't prove that it wasn't there. Uh, you can't prove that it wasn't there. <laughs> tell me there was no cavity. I'll tell you where cavities. I'm the, I'm the dentist. Yeah. I have a degree from Phoenix from, Online. From DeVry. <laughs> Bryant and Stratton. College of Dental School. I spent $50 for an online test. Tell me what a cavity is. I've seen cats several times, and McCavity is in that. I don't get I don't get the reference. McCavity, McCavity, there's no cat like McCavity. This is the Andrew Lloyd Webber musical here. Andrew Floyd Lebber. Uh, I've not seen it. I've never seen it. Yeah, don't. Um, so today we are going to uh, abide in the uh, Christmas season. Mm-hmm. And we're going to uh, uh, land on the new Scooby-Doo. So you reminded me, because I didn't fucking remember, but last time you had a visceral reaction and hated it. Uh, yeah, we watched uh, the Ghost Ship episode uh, from, yeah, the, sure. from Classic. the 70s. There was that butler that yeah. uh, doesn't do shit. Right, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I had never ever seen a Scooby Doo up until well, not uh, it, nothing you consciously ever. like yeah. watched one, right. being like, "Oh, I'm going to pay attention to this." I, I was upset. I was upset after <laughs> we saw it. I mean, we'll see if it happens again. I mean, this is new. This is updated. I'm, this I'm, is like a hip happening sense of humor. I'm hoping they've increased the quality. That's what I'm hoping for. Well, I mean, quality, it, it, like, okay, quality. <laughs> But uh, I grew up uh, in an Acadian household, and what that means is that you get told that your people were kicked out of their country quite a lot. Right. Uh, and uh, there's an Acadian dish called poutine, not to be confused with poutine. poutine. Yeah, it's not French fries and gravy. Correct. Okay. It is uh, mashed potatoes that's then wrapped around salted pork thrown in cheesecloth and boiled for 47 years and then slapped in front of a seven-year-old who doesn't want to eat it mm. and made to uh, sit there all night until he throws up because he's so stressed out about eating this ball that looks like monkey brains. Now, was the quality of the poutine high? Yes. This was made the traditional fashion, and any Acadian blooded, was Acadian, mm-hmm. uh, would tell you that like it's good stuff. 
Uh, but <laughs> this is becoming a feature of the podcast. Uh, cookies are being delivered. What? This is amazing. Thank you. This <laughs> 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 like the second time this has happened. Oh, they're warm. Uh, they're warm. <laughs> they're fresh. Christmas cookies, in fact. For the thing. So the quality of the the poutine is high, but I could not appreciate it. And since I've been scarred, and now when I smell it, I gag. See what I'm saying? I, I, I think I understand what you're saying. So Do you get the analogy? I, so you're saying I'm, I'm still going to fucking hate this thing. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to watch... Uh, <laughs> We're gonna watch Scroo- Scroogey Doo from Be Cool Scooby Doo, right, uh, do a classic uh, good cookies. take on Christmas tale story. Carol, let's do this. <laughs> Always the bait. If it ain't broke. Aha! We trapped him. Good work, gang. Now let's see who the monster really is. No, no, it's not true. It can't be. Yes, it's true. I could have changed the world, but there never was time for my dreams. I wasted my life solving mysteries. Too many people got credit for things I invented. I had the idea for the airplane 20 years ago, and I would have destroyed the Wright Brothers' precious plane if it wasn't for you meddling really old people. No, make it stop, please. It's not too late. I can still change. I can still change. I can still change. Maybe not your average take on a Christmas Carol. No, it's, uh... So, uh, <laughs> hands down, I enjoyed it more sure. than the one from the 70s, just straight out. Yeah. Uh, I actually laughed out loud a couple times. Lolled. Yeah, I lolled. <laughs> I just went, lol. <laughs> that's, how, that's how I laugh. Lol. Do you write lol in texts? Uh, Have you written lol since the days of AOL Instant Messenger? Mm, I, don't, I don't think so. I think I just go, ha. Mm-hmm. I just write ha. I feel like that's more appropriate than lol. H at the end? Or just H-A? H-A. Exclamation point? Depends on how hard I ha. Caps. Again, depends on how hard I ha. All right, all right. Yeah. I do that move. If you get a ha, all caps, exclamation point, you did something good. Here's the thing, though. Does it mimic an actual response that you have in real life? Sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. If it's a uh, null caps high with an exclamation point, I probably actually laughed out loud. Yeah, I uh, I do have an embarrassing that that it, it w- I write H A H all caps exclamation point, and that mimics an actual reaction that I typically have. Okay, uh, which uh, I can recreate inorganically, but this is what it sounds like. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's good. That's good. That was loud. That was good. (laughs) That actually happens like involuntarily. And so to recreate that, I do H-A-H, all caps, exclamation point. Uh, But you lolled a couple times. I did. I lolled. uh, There was a a running joke regarding uh, raccoons that that, uh, tickled me. Raccoons! Yeah. They're all over the place in this They have those cute little hands. (laughs) It looks like they're wearing masks all the time. It does! Has anybody talked about this? 
this? Oh, they're adorable. Uh, when they sit there picking through trash with their little hands, they look like they're going through a filing card system. Are raccoons just fat lemurs? I think I think that might be a thing. There's something there. I don't know. We'll work on it. That's we're, we'll workshop it. <laughs> we'll work on it. Go check us out at the yeah. Chuckle Hut uh, where we're workshopping our raccoon bits. <laughs> Uh, incidentally, the our show is called Raccoon Bits. Raccoon Bits. Uh, so just Raccoon Raconteurs. So uh, yeah. So the whole thing is a Christmas Carol. Yeah, I, I did have some problems. Yeah. yeah, there's some issues with the episode. So did I. There's some, some continuity errors. There, uh, they're in 1843. Good memory. Ish. Didn't write that one down, but yes, it was like 18 something. Um, but yet, uh, the next episode, I'm looking right at the thumbnail. They're, they're in space. Like they're, they're astronauts. Well, typically the series like runs along a normal Scooby-Doo trajectory of this is modern ish times. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. these are mystery solving kids of the time. But this just seems to be, Hey, we're just going to throw these characters. The, the, the analogy, which you didn't get because you, you've never seen it, but the analogy I gave was moonlighting. Okay, right, 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 right. Which is, uh, uh, hey, it's all the characters from our TV show, but now they're in Shakespeare stuff. Okay. Ha <laughs> mm. mm-hmm. Which is a similar idea to Doctor Who, but Doctor Who just does it with aliens. Right. Now we're in Shakespeare stuff, but it's because of aliens. Because of aliens. Yeah, it was, uh, uh, yeah, even if, uh, I, w- I would never watch it on my own. <laughs> we'll just put it that way. Uh, I'd give it a six. Now that you are married, yeah, how does that affect the stuff that you watch, and what do you watch on your own? Uh, on my own, <laughs> the pavement shines like silver. Beautiful. Thank you. Uh, The things I watch on my own are typically... um, On my own. Oh, beautiful. Uh, They're typically violent or... um, Snuff films? Yeah, they're snuff films. The aforementioned snuff films? No, uh, uh, Lacey doesn't enjoy uh, gore or horror movies or... uh, like uh, Gore movies. Gore movies. Like, I I watched Kill Bill the other day for, like, the sixth time. One or two? One. The first one. There was part of me that was wondering if you were going to go, both. Both. <laughs> uh, because The she, Bride. Uh, she will. Uh, she, she doesn't care for that movie, even though it's cartoonishly violent. Right. Uh, she, it's still too violent for her. It's not, not her bag. So. Yeah. Uh, I remember when my girlfriend and I first started dating, uh, I, I tried to be like, hey, this is a really good movie. We should watch it. And I put on... Uh, uh, crank, <laughs> maybe crank too. Oh no! Uh, which of course opens with uh, Chev Chelios, fuck you, Chev Chelios, falling out of a helico- helicopter and uh, <laughs> smashing into the pavement to which somebody scrapes him off with a shovel. Right, right. And uh, we didn't make it much further beyond that. Yeah. Uh, in our relationship, we made it further beyond that. Oh, the okay. movie good, ended good, right good, there. Good. Yeah. We're still together. Yeah. Uh, but uh, now, year uh, a couple of years later, she, I fell asleep during Kill Bill, and she continued to watch it. Did she enjoy it? Yeah, very oh, much so. Good. I so I don't know if our relationship is growing or if I'm tainting her. 
Well, here's a question for you and for your listeners. Feel free to write in, listeners. Do they? What's with you, uh, Scooby Doo at gmail.com? Uh, how how young is too young to show someone a rated R movie? So, for instance, here's what you were saying. Uh, uh, my father, when uh, I was younger. Um, he would take me to see movies that were grossly inappropriate for my age. I saw, sure. uh, and the, you know, in hindsight, this is a pretty mild movie considering what was out there. But I saw Patriot Games, which is a rated R movie when I when it came out in the theater. I was eight. a movie about American patriots starring an Australian Holocaust denier. No. No. What? No. Huh? <laughs> what? Am I thinking of another movie? I think so. <laughs> You're thinking of The Patriot. Oh, okay. No, Patri- a Tom Clancy <laughs> Tom, novel the one, the where Alec Baldwin is recast <laughs> as Harrison Ford. Recast as Harrison Ford. Uh, you know, pretty violent, they swear. Uh, there's boobs in it. Uh, I was like nine years Seriously? old. Seriously? Yeah, I was like nine years old. There are boobs uh, in that movie? Yeah. He took me I know there are boobs all over the novel. Um, you remember the movie Species with the alien that comes down? And uh, she was played by some supermodel, I believe. Uh, oh, yeah, I think I have a friend uh, in that movie. Uh, all sorts of boobs in that movie. Hmm. He took me to see that because no one wanted to see it with him. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> So I was seeing movies that I should not have been seeing when I was young. Yeah. But flip side, my nephew, uh, my oldest nephew, is 13 years old now. Great. And uh, Horrible th- age, but yes. Terrible age. Uh, I want to show him like Pulp Fiction. Is he too young to see Pulp Fiction? Because I was At 13, 13 when I saw Pulp Fiction. I was 13. And it messed with me. Here's the problem. Is it the anal rape? No. <laughs> I don't think it's That's an issue a for a 13-year-old to see Pulp Fiction. Yeah. I think it's an issue to show a 13-year-old Pulp Fiction. You know what okay. I'm saying? Because That's like, fair. there's a difference between uh, parents... Leave the cable open and don't put a thing on, you know, or like, you know, the Netflix is uh, everybody instead of just kids. And there's a difference between seeing it and being like, hey, we're going to sit down and watch this movie, Junior. Let's get into this. <laughs> you know That's what I'm fair. saying? Yeah, I was shown it by an older neighborhood kid. He was like 15. That's also 13. a different experience yeah, of like, hey, we're almost the same right. age. Yeah, uh, I know? have access to this because I am 18 months older than you. Yeah, right, right. exactly. Yeah. Uh, I I had that conversation with my sister about James Bond movies mm-hmm. when her middle child, one of the middle children, there's four. Mm-hmm. One of them was seven. Sure. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I probably saw my first James Bond movie when I was seven. Yeah. Like, we should show him James Bond movies. And she was like, no, that's too young. And I was like, our parents are ridiculously conservative. Yeah. How are you disagreeing with them on this, of, like, in conservatency? Yeah. Hmm. Anyways. No, that's fair. Yeah. To, to sit down with my 13-year-old nephew and say, like, here, watch this movie that has a graphic rape scene in it yeah that'd be a, a little awkward and a gimp i'm not worried about the gimp i am that lifestyle is just something i don't want a 13 year old thinking about no that's fair keep it out of my face <laughs> uh, anyway scooby-doo <laughs> scooby-doo um uh protective money cocoon really got me i liked mm-hmm. that one yeah um there's also something about um the the, the christmas carol the the age old tale as 
originally penned by Charles Dickens and perfected by the Muppets. Mm-hmm. Fuck it. We could just talk about the Muppet Christmas Carol for the rest of this yeah, podcast and I'd be fine be, with that. Yeah, that'd be great. We should have just watched that instead. That really would have been good. God damn it. Missed opportunity. Yeah. Just a season to be jolly and joyous. You got, blah, blah, blah. you got a couple of weeks left before. Oh, I'm definitely going to watch it. Yeah. 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 Is there is there a, a holiday traditional movie that you watch? Uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. <laughs> it's a tip at Nipley outside. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, Shitter's full. <laughs> the one that always gets me. Uh, unfortunately, not a line, but when the comms break in. And everybody freezes. She's just got her hand on his dick. Oh, <laughs> right. Yeah, it gets me every time. Yeah, that's a that's a, that's a classic movie. I, I love that movie. Oh, Randy Quaid. Um, I remember when I was younger. I uh, uh, my dad's cousin, who was ten years younger than him, so he's like halfway between our ages. Babysat me when I was about nine, and he uh, made me watch Scrooged. The, Great movie, uh, right? Right. Bill Murray. Uh, Bill Murray. Um, and um, the uh, Donald Glover, but the other one. Is it Donald Glover? Is that his name? Yeah. There's three. Oh, okay. <laughs> there's This Is America. Yeah. There's uh, the other the Lethal Weapon. That's Danny Glover. Danny Glover. That's what I'm thinking of. Danny Glover. There's okay. two of them. Yeah. Uh, there's Lethal Weapon, and then there's the one who was in the show Brimstone that was on the Sci-Fi Channel that I watched a lot, and he played Satan. But he was also he's the like overly positive executive who's like slowly stealing Bill Murray's job. Okay, um, the uh, the Ghost of Christmas Future from that from Scrooge, mm. uh, which the effects on that movie do not hold up, uh, really. Really scared me as a as a as a child. I think I still find it scary just because I can put myself in that headspace of being in the elevator and yeah. seeing that thing and just being like, if I was in an elevator with that thing, I'd be like, ah! like, <laughs> like the thing is like you know if I actually saw like a thing from like the Spawn movie, mm-hmm. like I would just die. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. But like that thing, I would be like, holy shit, right. You know, um, but that was a good, the Scrooge, good movie. Yeah. Uh, oh God, who's the ghost of Christmas present? It's uh, or no. Wait, which one's the so uh, the uh, woman from uh, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt is ghost of Christmas past. Yeah. And then the guy who's like, yeah, one way. <laughs> yeah. Ah, I can't remember what that actor's name is, but he's great in that. And then, of course, Bobcat Goldthwait is. Yeah, good movie. Only slightly doing the Bobcat thing. (laughs) Um, Scooby Doo, though. Scooby (laughs) Doo. I like that you're keeping me on task. Uh, The uh, so the the gang for some odd reason is they're in living uh, in 1840, and they take a boat. Yeah, so Velma needs to go to a symposium, which I think she said a uh, uh, symposium of women things or something. Yeah. Uh, which I en- I enjoy a subtle gag like that. It's a... Uh, the reason why they're there was unclear. Well, she ha- she wants to go to this symposium. Uh, and why, did, so, why did they all go? Because they, they do go. things as a group. 
we we established that they don't get paid for this. Did you not have that group of friends in who just traveled to London with me for a yeah, symposium? Right. No, I didn't have that group of friends, and I feel like I well, really missed out. We all missed out because oh, okay. that sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah, it does sound like a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah, they don't get paid. They've never gotten paid, to my knowledge. Well, at least they're not missing work to go to London. True that. Yeah. <laughs> well, you didn't need to miss work when you in the 1800s. That's you were true. either rich or you weren't. Right, right. So they're in London. Yeah. And um, uh, Fred hates raccoons. <laughs> Just <laughs> Well, I, I think the thing was uh, in mysteries, uh, I think he said in, in good old London, there are actual mysteries to be solved. Whereas back in the U.S., it's just raccoons. It's just raccoons. <laughs> raccoons are the proprietors of all mysteries. Yeah. Uh, and then... Um, Can you really quickly put your headspace in the first... In the head of the first human being to ever see a raccoon? Yeah, what is this little trash monster? <laughs> it's a fat lemur. <laughs> oh, God! What is that? The Fat Lemurs is a good punk band name. Fat Lemurs is a great punk band name. And you just dress like crack. Thank you. We are the Fat Lemurs. I had never seen the sketch before, but I watched a sketch with uh, Saturday Night Live sketch with uh, Fred Armisen and uh, Dave Grohl was hosting. Ooh, and uh, the the of, it's of Nirvana fame of, of Nirvana fame, and uh, there the uh, the sketch was he was. Uh, playing a song at his daughter's wedding he's getting the old band back together and it was a punk song and he just fucking wrecks everything and uh it was it was fantastic because they were actually playing all the instruments on stage it was good um yeah was my cool. favorite is always in uh pick of destiny not necessarily my favorite movie but i love the part uh after uh paul f Tompkins turns into dave Grohl, mm-hmm. <laughs> which uh uh God love him, but Paul F. Tompkins was slightly chubbier at the time, Ooh, which that, is yeah. my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> just the slightly chubby Paul F. Tompkins. He's still the mustache, though, right? Was it just a mustache? No, no mustache no, in no that mustache. movie. Yeah. Right. But in the old series, doing the like, um, <clears throat> the band wanted me to read this uh, before they came up. If there are any ladies in the audience, uh, please stand towards the back because standing too close. While this band performs, we'll make you pregnant. <laughs> it's tenacious D. Uh, I just love that Paul F. was in uh, There Will Be Blood. There Will Be Blood. Yeah. Mr. Plainview. Mr. Plainview. Mr. Plainview. Mr. Plainview. <laughs> Classic. Uh, but then he turns into uh, Dave Grohl and Dave Grohl <laughs> playing the guitar. And he's the, my favorite line. Check this riff. It's fucking tasty. <laughs> I don't know why that makes me laugh so much. I want to watch that movie. Uh, protective that movie. Money Cocoon. Um, protective, that's uh, Protective Money Cocoon is, is what uh, they opened up Coachella this year. <laughs> that's what Scrooge was. The PMC. Uh, Scrooge was taking a nap underneath a pile of coins. Well, he's trying to hide from the ghosts. Oh, that's right. Uh, that seems like it'd be very uncomfortable to just sleep under. I a mean, pile unless of you're Scrooge McDuck. He used to swim in that shit. Well, I mean, so in theory, 
uh, it would be like a sensory deprivation tank for him. Yeah. Like he just goes in money and he's like floating like in a world. But in actuality, if you tried to dive head first into a pile of coins, you, die. you would just break your neck. Yeah, you die. You would just crack your spine. Straight up mm-hmm. dead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Protective money. Cocoon. So it's kind of like a... <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag protect- protective money cocoon. <laughs> Uh, there was a, a bit that did crack me up that was an inside bit for the show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice. So in, the, I, I, I can't remember where this note came from, but there's a note, there was a note to the writers at some point about like how the, what they needed, they need like the three F's or something for this show where it was like, uh, Frights, food, and flashlights. Okay. And so, like, so Fred is constantly like, light them up. And they light their flashlights to, like, you mm-hmm. know, solve a mystery or whatever. And I like that. And this, he goes, light them up. Yeah. And then they're all trying to, like, light, like, like can- candle- various candles and yeah, candelabras yeah. and shit. Yeah, that was good. I liked that. That's a funny I bit. Like that. I got to say, like, in general, uh, they, uh, they also made the episode about the relationships between the characters where right. I feel in the older episodes, they were just trying to like solve the mystery. And then like the solving of the mystery just didn't make any fucking sense. Sure. Which would made me like just so angry. Yeah. It's was, a Maguian universe. There was like no, uh, nothing interesting about the episode that we watched the first time. Okay. Well, um, you didn't make it, Nick. You didn't make the episode. <sighs> It's still under debate uh, whether I made it or not. I might be a time traveler. I'm still trying to prove it. Mm-hmm. I still haven't visited myself, but once I do, I will prove you that I'm a time out. traveler. Yeah, that's fair enough. Once one of my selves comes to visit me. Like, you did it! And then just takes off. <laughs> my uh, my, my uh, f- famed uh, guest of the show and comedian in uh, Chicago, go check him out at Second City, uh, Andy Bullock had one of my favorite bits, which was... A, a scientist apologizing to a symposium being like, uh, <clears throat> evidently, uh, come to find out, I haven't invented time travel. Uh, so I'd like to apologize to Professor Yang for calling him a dick-nosed weasel. Uh, and it's like this whole thing and the whole, like, his apology ends with him committing suicide. Because he didn't invent time travel. But he's like, but wait, if I don't, if I commit suicide, then I won't. No! After he's taking the poison pill. So you never know if you're going to invent time travel because it's always possible. Anything's possible. That's what Toys R Us told me. Right. Until they filed for bankruptcy. No! (laughs) Wait, what? (laughs) Like, I just didn't know. I'm going there this weekend. No, you're not. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, uh, yeah, it was a better episode. Um, I still, I, there, there are some logic gaps. Sure, there always will be in cartoons, though. Yeah. How often do you watch cartoons? Not, I'm going to guess never. Not often. Not often. <laughs> I, not I, unless I, you're babysitting. Uh, so I'm a... I'm a um, uh, you're a 29-year-old man. Yeah, I'm a 29-year-old man. <laughs> And uh, I'm a, 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 
I don't know what to what you'd call it. Uh, for me, the Simpsons canon is season three through ten. Yeah, classic uh, thing for people to say. Anything after that, I'm not not interested. And in South Park, I, I still feel holds up uh, for the most part, but it's just not on quite my, a quite a bit of it. Regular sure. rotation. Yeah, um, and that's that's pretty much that's pretty much it. Yeah, no Family Guy. Family Guy, like before it got canceled, like those first three seasons, where it was truly random and ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I like when they released those like extended episodes as movies on DVD after they got canceled. <laughs> um, Futurama. Yeah, those. The, yeah, that was that was my heyday. Yeah. Yes. The the Simpsons thing, I I do genuinely enjoy the. Um, of course, long-time listeners of the podcast will know that I did not watch The Simpsons growing up. It's a blind spot for me. Okay. Uh, but I find it funny that they constantly had to update flashbacks. Yeah. So, like, no matter what, like, Bart always has to be, what is he, 10? Yeah, he's right? 10. 10 years old. So they keep having to update. So it's like Bart, ha- so it's like flashback to Bart being born. And it's like, now it's 1999. Now it's 2004. Yeah. Now it's, you right. know. Yeah, there's that's a, funny. Uh, that's a funny it, bit to have to keep doing. There's an interesting fan theory uh, that classic the Simpsons universe is actually just the next iteration of the Matrix, <laughs> and that they have to keep updating all of the folks in the Matrix with current references. So if they ever pop out of it, they won't be all that uh, confused by it. <laughs> and it's lo-fi, so it takes up less memory. Sure, yeah. sure. Uh, I don't know. I got into Futurama more, but anyways, um, subtle thing that I absolutely enjoyed was the fact that in one of the flashbacks, when the doctor has hypnotized Velma using a ha a baham hug coin, it's baham bug backwards. So wait, did I write gum? Gub? Yeah, so it would be Gubmahab. Gubmahab, that's right. Right. I only wrote down Bahumbug and read it backwards <laughs> on my notes. Uh, when he hypnotized them with the Gubmahab coin. Right. Uh, <laughs> she envisions them as children, and they're all wearing their same outfits, but they have fingerless gloves, have fingerless gloves. and that puts them in the 1800s. Yeah. Uh, she also had a chalkboard in her room. Yes. Which I don't know that- didn't Luxury. E- I don't know that it didn't exist in the 1800s, but uh, what definitely- Definitely did- not personal chalkboard. What definitely did not exist in the 1800s was Oop. the theory of relativity, which sure. was written on that chalkboard. <laughs> e equals MC squared. Equals MC squared. Well, she was trying to figure out toilet paper. Which, fun fact, uh. my hometown of Albany, New York, shout out A-Town, uh, was where they invented- perfor- Relativity. No, perforated toilet paper. Really? Yeah. The, Albany- the, the like, break? Yeah. For, uh, the Albany Paper Company. It's true. All right, this podcast is over. We're going to Albany. Exclusive. <laughs> Exclusive. No one knew until now. You were the only person to carry that knowledge. I Maybe I'm the only one who cares. That might be it. You probably still are. Uh, <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, similarly, uh, we'll call you when the telephone's invented. That line to me yeah. reeks of, ooh. Yeah, that's just. That's that. a tough one. Are they time travelers? 
We don't. We can't say for sure that they're not time travelers. That's true, but it would be weird to show one instance where they time travel, and then a bunch of other instances where they never time travel, but they solve mysteries. I was expecting the end of the episode to be uh, Dumbo waking up. Yeah, like while, a Bob Newhart like kind of thing. Asleep, or, reading yeah, yeah, yeah. Christmas Carol. Right. But uh, that would be a no, classic. No, that didn't happen. Like they were just straight up in 1843. Yeah. Uh which also maybe that's the ballsy decision because that kind of uh TV trope of like waking up and being like, "Ah, or a sandbag hit me in the head on the head backstage when I was about to go on in the Christmas Carol, you know. I uh, I do have to give a sandbag did hit you in the head. Yes, I do have to <laughs> do have to give this this episode a lot of credit, where uh, I was going to call out the fact that they neglected to resolve Bob Cratchit's Cratchit Cratchit Cratchit. And Tiny Tim's situation. <laughs> Bob Crotchet is the definitely the porn parody. <laughs> yeah. But they uh, uh, they called themselves out on it at the end. They're like, yeah, and now Tiny Tim is fucked. He's going to die. He's going to die. And then the episode just ended. Like, oh, great. So for, for those of you who are not going to watch this, uh, the doctor. Yeah. So, uh, Dr. Flimmer Scrooge was a hypochondriac, and the doctor took advantage of, took that. Advantage of it because that's the only thing you would spend money on, right? So, his idea was that he had he was so good at taking advantage of him that he saw an opportunity to make more money by making him care about other people and pay for their doctor bills, right? It's basically uh, socialism, it was uh, <laughs> sing- single payer health care. <laughs> Whereas here we go again. Scrooge is the single pair, and <laughs> then uh, the the gang comes in and they uh, they solve the mystery. Mm-hmm. And uh, Tiny Tim, I'm assuming, dies immediately after. Well, Christmas. no, but more painfully than he would have. <laughs> Very slow. Yeah, slow, death. painful death. But he doesn't make it until his tenth birthday. Definitely no, not. No, 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 no. So, but they, yeah, they, I I was pleasantly surprised that they called themselves out on that. <laughs> Well, the fact that it like also doesn't work out like I, heads and tails has been made of that, but it's funny to think of these kids rolling into a mystery like, you know, people who aren't necessarily with it. Like I was a goddamn idiot when I was 18. Mm-hmm. So yeah. the idea of just rolling in and just being like, hey, uh, oh, what? What's that over there? You know, it's the classic, like, uh, you know, your your kid brother goes up to see Santa Claus, and you're like, that's not really Santa Claus. And he's like, fuck off. This is a kid. Right. You don't need to ruin this for this kid. Yeah. You know? You just don't know any better. No. You I did have, that, didn't you? No, I, didn't, I, haven't, I haven't done that. Um, when, when did you learn that Santa <laughs> Claus wasn't real? Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> How, that might have been the third time that's happened on this podcast, and I love it every time. How how, how old were you? I I remember crying and uh. throwing myself onto a couch. Mm. Um, it, it I suspected it, uh, but there was the moment of like flat out like confrontation with my mother and being like. I don't remember what I said, but it was something along the lines of like, is Santa Claus real? <laughs> and my my dear sweet mother attempted to uh, give me a classic and say something along the lines of like, well, Santa Claus 
isn't necessarily just a person. Who lives in your heart. Yeah, right. You know, something like that. <laughs> and always I, with you. You know, threw myself under a couch crying. Um, <clears throat> and I'm not sure I necessarily, I might have still been in denial at that point. And been like, no, Santa Claus is real. But like, that was definitely the seed. So, so I, something happened. I remember pretty pretty vividly. Uh, it was summertime. It was uh, the moment. Yeah. Summertime. Yeah, it was like why was Santa Claus on the brain? So it was like July, and we had a swing set in our in backyard. July. My sister is two years older than me, and the guy who uh, it wasn't a guy. It was a kid. He's a guy now. <laughs> there was a there was a guy older hanging guy, out. <laughs> older fella. Uh, it was a 33, 34. Three three years older than I was uh, at the time. Thirty seven. Uh, still is three years older than me. He hasn't. <laughs> What? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and he. He's uh, now 26 years, 20, years younger than me. 26 years old. Uh, he. Uh, uh, we had a swing set in the backyard and we were trying to see who could jump off the swing for distance. Okay. And Great game. Brad goes and he jumps and he, I, you know, got to hand it to him. He went pretty far. I'm just going to say this story started with not believing in Santa Claus anymore. Yeah. And then the name Brad came up. Yeah. And all of this is feeling on brand. Okay, sure. He made it to the trampoline. What? Brad made it to the trampoline? No, there's no trampoline. What are you talking about? Oh, I thought you went off the swing there's, set to the trampoline. No, there's no trampoline. Oh, okay. We're just trying to see, made it off. see how far you could jump. How far? Okay. Okay. And then so I go, yeah. and, and I went slightly farther than him, and he got very mm-hmm. upset, and he looked me right in the eye, and he said, you know what? Santa Claus isn't real. And then he just ran home. And then I had to just sit there, with the pride of winning the jumping contest. Sure. But also- Doubt. Trying, doubt. Crushing doubt. Just doubt. And I, I asked my sister, I said, Kate, is Santa Claus real? And she said, no. And I was, I just, I accepted it. I don't, I don't think I cried, but it profoundly changed my life. Has anybody tried to reason it by being like, well, he was a- uh, man born in turkey <laughs> who became a, a saint he became a, a bishop in spain right so he is he what he is real he, he used to give to the needy by putting mm. coins in their but shoes. the down the chimney thing i mean that's, that's ridiculous no. no 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 one tried to justify it like that no, no, no. Not also here's an here's another wrinkle what if Santa Claus is real, but he got fed up with it, and he just stopped with the whole chimney bullshit and present stuff, and he's just up in the North Pole hanging out? He's he's retired. He's just living his life. Yeah, yeah. Uh, fuck everyone after yeah. 1950. Yeah. He was like, not doing it anymore. I've done this for 200 years. I. What if he just quit because everybody just started poking fun at his weight? And he's like, you know what? Fuck you guys. All right. <laughs> the Coca-Cola commercial yeah. started. He's like, that's not what I look no, like. No, no, no. I've lost a lot of weight recently. All right. <laughs> fuck you guys. I've lost, I lost 40, two pounds. I lost 40, <laughs> not enough. Not, not enough, enough Santa. <laughs> Saint Nick. <laughs> <laughs> The ghosts are dicks in this, though. But well, it it's is, on brand because it's the doctor. It is, yeah. Is the doctor control? Is he... So, like, is he behind that mirror, like, 
Is he doing voices? He's got to be like, like. Is he playing the part? He really missed his calling. He should have just been an actor because he, he he's spot on with the well, voices. Well, that's most Scooby Doo villains. Uh, you know, he, he actually changed his physical appearance a few mm-hmm. times. He was much mm-hmm. bigger as the ghost of the ghost of Christmas present. You know, in in Spider Man, uh, Attorney Ms. at Law. Yeah, Attorney at Law. <laughs> <laughs> Sp- uh, Rabbi Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Uh, do you know in Spider-Man uh, Mysterio? Uh, he has the ball head. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, a cape. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So the plot of Mysterio is that he is a uh, Hollywood stuntman okay. who uh, turns to a life of crime, but he has all these Hollywood stunt effects. That's every Scooby-Doo villain. Yeah. That's fair. Even in the 1800s, apparently. I have something that's been weighing on me. Uh, when I was growing up, The Punisher was one of my favorite comics. Actually, my favorite comic series. Great. Anti-hero. Anti-hero. Frank yeah. Castle. You yeah. Know, the family's dead. And yeah. He's and now vigilante. he's taking on crime wears, with a gun. Wears a sw- he's, like the, he's like a Batman, but with guns. Right? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Loved it. Uh, I had uh, Punisher stickers on my snowboard when I was growing up. Like It was great. Right? Uh, turns out, I didn't know this, the Punisher t-shirt has now been co-opted by the alt-right. Oh, that's too bad. And I almost bought one. <laughs> like, Sorry, man. Like a few months ago, and I was like, you know, that'd be a pretty sweet t-shirt. And I'm, uh, I'm glad I didn't, but I'm upset that I can't. Well, that's like anybody who has a tattoo of a dolphin on their arm, and then they find out that, like, dolphins have rape. Yeah. That's gotta be a bummer. Yeah, dolphins do rape. <laughs> Dolphins be raping. Well, I mean, it's like, you know, one of the only other few uh, species on the planet who's like, eh, we got survival in the bag. What else do we have? Racism. They also straight up murder. Yeah, they also have racism. Yeah. They don't like porpoises. They don't like porpoises. They're like, get out of here, porpoises. Chimpanzees also murder. They actually like have hunting parties and they go and like kill each other. It's great. Yeah, but that's just for fun. I get that. But then bonobos, they just fuck. Fucking. They just fuck all the time. All the time. Yeah. yeah. Um, Daredevil was mine when I was a kid. That's a good one. Well, it was. It had to do with like uh, being the, blind. Yeah, because I'm blind. You're blind. Nick's blind, guys. I don't know. <laughs> you, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, d- uh, setting up very difficult. Yeah. Yeah. Was- setting up spikes when I play volleyball. Um. <laughs> <laughs> It, it had something to do with like uh, being like broke. I really enjoyed the fact that he was like he was just kind of like oh, I'm a public attorney. Yeah, <laughs> I just like I got hang. No uh, yeah, yeah, but like you know, I uh, he always just seemed like the weight of the world was on his shoulders too. No matter what was happening, that mm. dude was depressed. It was the best. <laughs> there was a uh, after school special. Maybe it was Ooh. A, uh, where it's about. Uh, and Daredevil feature, featured prominently in this. The uh, kids were uh, new kid in town. Uh, group of kids, new kid in town comes in, and uh, they want to do a blood pact. And uh, uh, turns out they can't because one kid's got AIDS. And like, that was this was an after school, after school special, special featuring Daredevil. And like, and, like they 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 loved Daredevil, and like that was their, their, that's how they bonded was over comic books. And Daredevil was the, oh, and he's like, yeah. hey, you like Daredevil? No, I, I like, like Daredevil, Daredevil too. Let's cut our hands Let's and mix fucking blood. be yeah. I can't. Ooh, I, got, I have AIDS. I have AIDS. Yeah, it was from a blood transfusion. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I was about to ask, <laughs> was the kid into 
something. I found a um a magazine in uh so I I work construction and uh we're tearing apart this building right now and I found a magazine in the ceiling from 1985. It's People Weekly. Ooh, what? <laughs> and the uh front page is j- a lot of text, which doesn't seem like a thing you do on a magazine, but a lot of text and it's just like Rock Hudson has AIDS. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's did. just like, oh, this was, was well, all right, yeah. 1985. Rock Hudson comes out and they changes said, the time. They said AIDS, not grids. No, AIDS, okay. definitely AIDS. And then it closes out with a share quote. <laughs> uh, this is all on the cover, by the way. This is like not in an article. This is the straight up cover. I think it ends with like Cher saying like I've lost a lot of friends. Quote: I've lost a lot of friends. Yeah, uh, I had uh, two two friends flew to Las Vegas for Halloween to see, and they got AIDS. They got AIDS. <laughs> I hope not. I don't know. Uh, they might have, but they went no. to go see Cher. Oh, nice! And uh, she's, do you believe in life after love? She's seventy two years old now. Good for her. And my first question was, did she wear the fishnet? outfit and the answer was fuck yeah of course she did yeah, yeah. And, they're like, and she looked fantastic and i was like oh great cool good for sure because madonna is like 50s S- 60s yeah she is madonna is there only a 10 year difference between madonna and Cher? Yeah. no yeah no yeah wow yeah it's uh it's crazy the other thing uh this is uh so, so when american idol first came out yeah right paula abdul I'm mean, I saying that wrong. Is it is it Abdul or Abdul? Either way. Okay. She yeah, was she's one of the hosts. Yeah, yeah. She was about ten years outside of relevancy, right? She was not relevant anymore. Sure. Her her performing career had been over for about 10 yeah, years. yeah. And then they rebooted the American Idol, and they had Britney Spears come on. Ten years after relevancy. Ten years after relevancy, and then you look it up, and they're the the same age when they were on. Both hosting and wow. like, the age okay. difference just like it just seems crazy, but they're only like fifteen years difference, hmm. and uh, pr- pretty much the same situation. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Madonna, sixty years old. Good for her. Yeah, she did it like a virgin. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so. I, I, I mean, like, uh, fun. There are some gags in this episode that were fun. Um, I don't know. I, I yeah, mean, the animation I, was better. Sure. I mean, a lot of people hated the style, like the Family Guy esque update of, to the character I didn't, designs I didn't, and stuff. Uh, I didn't hate it. I liked it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't. I don't mind it at all. Especially what it goes with the the style of humor that they're doing. Um. You know what? I uh, I do know that this was a <laughs> it was a time of turmoil in the Republic. Mm. I know that creating this episode was difficult because of uh, conflicts within from network versus writers versus all this kind of stuff. How do, how do you know that? I have privileged information. <laughs> okay. So I know that, you know, what would have been might have been very different. 
<clears throat> I would highly recommend that anybody ta- uh, go listen to a podcast named Scooby Doo that actually has <laughs> facts about Ooh, this, information as about opposed it. to uh, my ridiculous conjecture and uh, misremembering of everything. Less in- stories about Brad Turton telling me that Santa Claus doesn't exist. You know, Trevor Rabin wrote the music for Rockstar, starring Mark Wahlberg. No, I didn't know that. Like, was Yes not on tour for 10 minutes? And he was like, I need something to do. (laughs) Like, I feel like Yes is on tour every 10 seconds. I don't know that they've ever stopped being on tour. No. Yeah. They've been on a farewell tour since 1964. I I think there's just an article in the local Albany, New York, shout out A-Town, newspaper (laughs) saying that they were coming to the Times Union Center. (laughs) Move yourself. You are the movie man. Honor of a lonely heart. <laughs> that line is so, it's just insane. It makes the song. <laughs> it really does. It makes the song. Why is that in there? Uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's fine. Yeah. I, 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 uh, I think I gave the first episode we watched a two. This one's a solid six. So great, yeah, great improvement in my book. Uh, I just really want to quickly read out this note, which just says, "Why are the ghosts fucking with Velma instead of Scrooge?" But they were also messing with Scrooge. Uh, and then I said, "The ghosts are just being dicks to Velma." Well, it turns out because Velma's the smartest, and the doctor realized that she was going to uh, <laughs> find him out. Right. So I, it made sense in, also, the, in the end. Yeah, I also really did like the line. Way to go, Velma. Useful as always. <laughs> it was said without sarcasm, but it seems like it was an insult. The universe was being sarcastic yeah. to her. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, we do only have one segment on this podcast. Yeah. We are star-stuffed at the universe's test. Does this pass the Sagan test? Famed philosopher of science and scientist himself, Carl Sagan. Mm-hmm. One said that he wanted an adult version of Scooby-Doo because it endorsed skepticism and the scientific method. Does this episode pass the Sagan test? Hmm. I would say yes. I would say yes, it does. Ooh. It does. Fun. Uh, because it uh, explores the theory of relativity. <laughs> Albeit relatively. It's there. <laughs> if you're interested, you could look it up. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's explored. Yeah, they. It's there. It's on there. It's on the screen. E equals Mickey Christ. Mickey Christ squared two. <laughs> Mickey Christ two. Yeah, yeah. dude. I, you know what? So much better than Mickey Christ one. Yeah. Am I right? No. Yeah. They just they enhanced it a hundred percent. I mean, just Robert De Niro. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Adam, this has been rollicking. It has. It's been a lot of fun. Ton of fun. Uh, do, do you have anything coming up for Pimpage? Tell the people what they need to know uh, to find you and or see you. Uh, you can you can see me uh, performing at uh, Port City Blue on December seventeenth. That's <whistles> uh, the uh, worst day of the week holiday show. I will be there <whistles> on stage. Um, and then uh, my wife, my wife, my wife, my wife and I uh, just started our own uh, company, uh, Rum Ride Improv. So you can go ahead and uh, look for that. We'll be hosting. R U M. Yes, R U M. Rum Rum Riot, the eighteen fifty five Portland Rum Riot. No, nothing. No, I know about the fires. 
No, so uh, uh, yeah, just uh, history, real, real quick history. Yeah. Uh, Neil Dow was the mayor of Portland. Okay. Uh, considered the father of prohibition. Um, Maine had <laughs> outlawed alcohol. And oh, yeah, I've seen that sign somewhere. Yeah, Maine had outlawed alcohol, and uh, the Irish immigrants in the city had gotten it in their head that he was hiding rum in the uh, vaults in City Hall and rioted. And uh, so the rum, the rum riot. So Rum Riot Improv. You can find us on, uh, like us on Facebook, Rum Riot Improv. Great. Yeah. Marvelous. We'll be doing uh, shows and jams and all sorts of things. If you have an improv troupe and you want preserves, time, yeah, great. Strawberry. More of a boysenberry fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thank you yeah. so much for being on. Oh, man. thanks for having me, man. It was great. It has been a blast. Uh, and as always, do you and yours this holiday season? Crinkling paper can cause. Crohn's to be very irate in libraries on Tuesdays when the quiet rule is in effect. (laughs) The fuck? What was that about? What was that? What's With You Scooby-Doo is a member of the Stolen Dress Podcast Network. Visit StolenDress.com to check out our other Stolen Dress podcasts, blogs, tweets, videos, and books.